what I said. I got a hundred squares. If you're scared, call a fan. So I'm going on and I don't get it in. Yeah, you know we do. Commission in an image till we finish. Gone and bring them to represent. Up, 40 deep off in the street. Bring them heat with no peace. Get them to them with no priest. Yeah, with no drama, baby. That just since he flipped the script. Trying to reach them where they at. Boulevard or the strip. Take a whole sunny side from Trinity to PA. From Samoa to Angola to the soldiers on the base. This is Christ. That is it. The way that we are saved. I will shout it from the roof till they put me in a grave. It don't matter. It's whatever. I tell them that he raised. That's the power of the gospel. The reason I'm on the shame. 20. Four, seven days a week, eight, three, six, five. Yeah, you know me, I get it going, going to the You know what time it is. It's your boy King Pin, Big Drake Made Me a Radio Show. Big Drake, what's up with your boy? What's going on, King I'm beautiful, baby. How you? Living life and loving it, man. So you already on that road, man. Hitting that grind, getting back to the to the sip, huh? Yeah, man. You know I gotta get it in. Every day, man. Hey, so uh, you guys just finished college football. Just finished, well, just finished up Saturday. I was a little shocked, and I guess, I, I guess, I kind of, as this thing has tried, kind of progressed over the years. Um, I guess I, it, there's been some subtle changes. I was actively watching Wednesday, trying to watch the feeders, trying to see who we picked up, and to my shock and dismay, it wasn't hopping. The feed, the, the the thing wasn't hopping. I was like, what's you know what's going on? Are we ain't getting no signings. Blah blah, Bruh, it this February date really is just kind of picking up the onesies twosies now, huh? In the process. Yeah, you know when they came up with that early signing date in December, you know it, it, it didn't catch as much media splash. But that's when a lot of kids sign. Even in junior college, the kids that are leaving that are getting recruited by the four-year school, that's when they sign. So the big push is December and. And for us, when we're recruiting a kid, and they're like, well, you know, uh, of course, they, they don't have, like, Alabama and Georgia, but they may have some uh, FCS schools, yep. which are still good schools. Yeah, still like, bar. To, you know, I got this offer. I'm I'm, I'm I'm wait and see. Hey, you should wait and see. That's a four-year school. And I told you, I'm, I'm, I'm a little different than a lot of Juco coaches. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell kids the truth. But on the flip end, and me telling them the truth, I'm like, well, you know, it's it's January. <laughs> and if you didn't sign in December, that offer probably is no longer available because they probably full. And then, of course, I said, hey, whomever's recruiting you, call me, reach out to me. She only got me. Coach, you won't call me back. I said, ah, ah, you need to come rock with your boy. <laughs> <laughs> I would have never did you like that, but I'm just saying, just. <laughs> you so. The February signing day, it's like for, for big time schools, you know, you, you got your dudes in, in December. You just kind of filling out the roster. Yeah, filling in some gaps. Like, hey, we got an extra scholarship. Let's go ahead and take this kid here. You know what I mean? It's kind of stuff like that. That's, that's a little harsh, but that's the reality. Yeah, that's what I noticed as I was watching. I was like, God, dog. I mean, I've been used to, you know, again, this this February time period, I'm sitting there literally hitting refresh, mo- you know, throughout the day, trying to see who all else we signed, the letters and tent rolling in. And I was like, ain't none of that happened. <laughs> yeah. It, it ain't like it used to be. And, and then also, with the portal, man, and 
you know, initially it hurt Juco football for like just for like for one season. Yeah. But what it did was because I you know, I, I got a lot of friends that, that coach big time ball and their thought process is, well now where Juco? Meaning I can get a kid here and if he don't like the uh, like the process or don't like how he playing, he can leave. So I gotta recruit my kids to stay here. He said, I'm not doing that. Plus, if I get a high school kid, and this this is what kind of shocked me a little bit, but he was like, I got to train him. I got to put all this work into him. And and you know, the, the main thing I don't like about Juco, because after two years, after I finally get a kid, spitting the same verbiage, uh, verbiage seeing it how I see it, striking, coming out, doing all this other stuff, somebody else is going to Benefits. So now because of the portal, yeah, they they get they get a they get a college they get a playoff winning defense off of your work. Yeah. Yes, I mean I I, I don't like that because I'm because the stuff I teach you just take kids a little while to get it, but once they get it, ooh, it's pretty. But anyway, so the big time coaches at these big schools they they kind of feel in the same way. Like if I get a high school kid, I gotta mold them and teach them and give them structure. I gotta do all this. Then a year later. Uh, two years later, I didn't put all this work into him. If a bigger school comes, then they leave. Then I got to recruit him to stay here. He said, so what I like to do is either that high school kid is a dog, which, you know, there's only so many dogs out there. That's, That's right. a freshman or just, you know what I mean? So I'm going to get that dog. But other than that, I'm going portal and I'm going JUCO. Because JUCO, them kids that had two years, depending on what JUCO they had, what system they had, they didn't play some good competition, they didn't play some good ball. So that kid going to be ready to play. Once I get him out the portal, most of the time that kid is going to be ready to play because he's been at a four-year school. And he used to be sitting sitting the bench and don't like the playing time and didn't or yes. didn't have a scheme that fit his talent. Yes, and the only way he gonna leave now, he has to be a graduate. So once you once you make your first in this initial move, when when you enter the portal, you got one, I guess one get out of jail One get out of jail free card. You can do how you want. But once you go to your second school, you can enter the portal again only if you graduate. As a so graduate transfer you, after that. Exactly. Mm, gotcha. So now, if I'm, a, if I'm at a, a four-year school, do I take my chance on a high school kid that may enter the portal in, in two years only anyway? Or do I just pick somebody from the portal and now they can't leave till they graduate? And, and, and you know, I think this year was, a, was another one of those years where people really started, well, it became very public, the impact of this NIL money too, man. Uh, that, that that quarterback that you know was originally gonna sign with Miami and then flip to Florida and then end up signing with Arizona State. Now oh, this kid, rumor has it, the kid never said it, daddy never said it. Rumor has it, man, like Florida, uh, Florida's uh, was it what they call them? Florida's um, what's the I won't say promise keepers, but not the the, the uh, what they call the group, man? huh? The ha- no, no, Florida. You know, everybody got these this group that they put together that's really the pot of NIL money, but it's called something. Yeah, so each school, well, you you didn't get none of the text messages or stuff from Auburn trying to get us to put in ours. <laughs> yeah, it's that, that it's a name for that group, whatever they call it. I can't think oh, of it right now. Uh, but but supposing that kid, you know. Uh, rumor has it that kid was promised seventeen million, bro. Oh, 
Like that's crazy. The kid, the kid's already driving a Ferrari, dog. For college, yeah. Already, already driving a, a Ferrari, dog. And so, and look, and, and I don't, I don't want to come as a hater because you know we, I think we talked about this a little bit, you know. And I was talking talking to Zach about this. I'm like, you gotta, you. Know, I said, you know, hey, if you look at it, I said, people of color. I said, you the, think about the sports where there's mandatory. I said, now football's a little bit different. You're physically not capable of playing a professional level of sports. Your body, the physical composition of your body changes over time uh, for being able to handle that type of stuff. I said, but but still, I said, the NFL and the NBA are the two that have restrictions about what you can do after high school. Mm-hmm. Every other sport doesn't. Hockey doesn't have restrictions. Baseball doesn't have restrictions. Soccer doesn't have restrictions. I said, what's the common denominator in those compared to basketball and football? Yeah. What's the makeup of the kids? Yeah. NFL and NBA? What, 70, 75% African American? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Soccer? Yeah. Baseball and and uh um uh, hockey. <laughs> I mean baseball, you know, you know, you got a lot of lot of uh um uh kids from different nationality countries and stuff that play baseball. But even then, I mean they swoop in and pick them kids at twelve and thirteen, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Because they know that I mean there's a lot of other stuff they don't understand that could demand during that time. That's just so I, I don't I don't wanna I'm not gonna knock for these kids getting their bread now. I said we unfortunately got to a place that we should have always been. But had they been doing this, you could have been and had some kind of regulation and stuff in place to be able to kind of manage how they're gonna go about doing this. Right now, it's the Wild Wild West, baby. It's all it's fair game. Whoever got that bread, you give me that check. I'm out. <laughs> you know, it's, it, it, it reminds me of like TSA and that, that whole you know, before nine eleven, I mean, you literally could get on a plane like two minutes before that thing yeah. came off. <laughs> yeah, walk up. You can you can walk somebody all the way to the gate to kiss them and tell them goodbye. <laughs> yeah, you, you can. I remember you can walk on. I don't know what you call that thing um, that you that you travel like you walk through uh, to actually get to the plane. Yeah, down the gateway. And love you and all that. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, tragedy struck. And then they kind of went, they went too crazy. Like, I got to get to the airport three hours before my plane take off. To go from Birmingham to Huntsville? <laughs> Wait a minute. Huh? And then, of course, as time goes on, you know, people calm down a little bit. But that's what's happening. That's, that's the way I see it. Like, okay, we should have been doing something. Now that we're doing it, uh, we didn't open up the. It's like opening the dam. Hey, we got all this water, but we gotta, you know, let's let's let the mill water come in. Yeah, let's open up the yeah, on, man. man. Seventeen mil dogs. What they was rumoring this kid making. You know what I'm saying? And again, you know, I, I you know, Nick Nick is always Nick Saban always got something to say about it. Um, and again, we you know I, I think some of us because he just want to control the narrative and he, he he's losing control. Um, but 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 to his point, to some of them, like, but you gonna get kids seventeen million, and literally he has not thrown a pass yet. Like, boy, you gonna be. And, and what I, what my what my fear is is, 
here's the other other dynamic we're not talking about. This is just like what happened when we had players jump from, you know, was able to go from high school to the NBA. Bruh, most of these kids come in from nothing. And so giving a kid that ain't never had nothing, has been on government assistance a week or whatever, their whole life, a check for a meal? Yeah. Dog, without giving them any financial literacy, without making sure. And his parents ain't never had nothing. That's why, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it changes their life, but you're not giving them, are you also giving them the tools to ensure that it keeps their life changed forever? Uh, yeah. And that's my that's my next big fear is we're not equipping them with what they need to ensure that it it changes the trajectory of their life, not just mm-hmm. the, the moment of their life. Because right. you're getting big money right now to play college ball. And um, and I was looking uh the the cap from Georgia. What's the 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 Pro Bowl why, uh tight end play for Georgia? Um, you talking about the, the kid that's still in, in college? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I still he's still a Pro Bowler. He yeah, yeah. he is better <laughs> than at least he is better than all but three tight ends in the NFL right now. <laughs> You're right. He better than everybody but Kittles. Um, uh, what's old buddy for for uh? For um, for Mahomes. Oh, uh, Kelsey. Kelsey, he better than everybody but Kittles. Kelsey, huh? Is there one more? <laughs> He's not better than. Like that kid better than everybody else in the league. But anyway, he he the collective. That's what that the, that groups are called the collective. And uh, okay. like so, he turned down his collective check. Cause he like I got enough other endorsements, so I didn't. So there's two ways to get this NIL money. You have the schools, well, it's not the school, quote unquote. You have people associated to the schools that have created a collective. That's one check, or you can still pursue individual brand um, endorsements for your own. You know, with your own, like your straight hands. Doing, you know, with some of the Jackson State kids, uh, Under Armour, Nike, and Jordan have stepped into some of that. So you got them kind of, or like your local mom and pop, you know, you got your local dealerships that's getting kids, you know, so you got that money. So them the two paths you kind of can go in. And and I guess some people can double dip and get both checks if you're good enough. And so yeah. like old buddy, he was like, look, I don't need the collective money. I want y'all to put the money back and make sure everybody else on the team getting bread. Yeah. I got money over here, so I don't need that check. And I think so. And I think that's a good thing because, again, you know, the conversation always has been, "What about the kids? What, who, who who giving the linemen, you know, endorsement deals? Like who giving yeah. the offensive linemen an endorsement deal? Yeah. Well, that's what you got the collective for. The collective makes sure everybody get a little piece of the check. Gotcha. You may not get a meal, but you can get this fifty to sixty thousand. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So that you can drive. You can't drive a Ferrari, but we can get you, you know, in a, a, a Ford Focus or a Fusion or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's driving a Ferrari. I'm just happy to get a Mini Man. That's right. Hey, brother, can you get me that new Pacifica? It ain't got to be a new one. <laughs> so, yeah. that. So I, I appreciate it, you know, seeing that, uh, well, hearing that part of the story. But, but again, no, we just let the floodgates open, man. We let the floodgates yeah, all the way open, dog. <laughs> It's gonna take a little while, but they they gonna have to put some regulations and some stipulations, you know, 
Yeah, yeah, you had to, you had you had to earmark some of it, man. And then, dog, I was looking at and uh, she catching flight too. This little gymnast for for LSU, uh, man. This young lady bringing in a, a meal, uh, and, and hers is some endorsements, but she got like eight million followers on social networks as well. So wow. that's a check because you know if you hit over a million followers, I think, dog, you get. I mean, I mean, it's like mad bread for every post, like. Something like ten, twenty, thirty-five thousand dollars per post. Get out of here! Yeah, bro. Get out of here. Yeah, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> I, I, I got it all wrong. <laughs> I, I've been living a lie. Yeah. I got it all wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm serious, so, man. <laughs> get a million likes. They should be trying to get out. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Look, I, I was looking up. So, so well, they got salaries. It's not. I did an article or I, I, I put together something um, the other day about um, about kind of I think I think I was preparing for a sermon. Uh, and and it, I got I got some of that. Um, I, have, I brought out some of that. I pulled in some of that to talk about. Uh, how they pay, and bro, I was absolutely blown away. There was I did not realize <clears throat> how how much money they made. Uh, and, and, and it depends upon the platform how they how they how they break their money down. And so you know you got you got people all across the different platforms, so you get checks from all of them. Depending. Yeah. On- <laughs> It is, I mean, dog, it is, it is serious. So here, so here's a little breakdown. So a nano tier influencer has a thousand to 10,000 followers. They make between $10 and a hundred dollars per post. A micro influencer has 10,000 to 50,000 followers. They make between a hundred and five hundred dollars a post. A mid tier is 50 to 500,000 followers. And they make anywhere from $500 to $5,000 per post. A macro is between half a million to a million followers. And they make between $5,000 and $10,000 a post. And mega influencers who have a million plus followers make upwards of $10,000 or more per post. (laughs) Per post, dog. I be posting all day. Dog, it's absolutely crazy. Oh, I'm sorry, Drake. That was just Instagram. (laughs) Mm. That was Instagram. TikTok, if you have over a million followers, you make about 7,000 per post. And then, and they don't have some of that. I think YouTube is on here somewhere. And so think about this, Drake. If I make something for YouTube, right? And say I get 10, say YouTube is paying 10,000 per post. I put it on YouTube, get my 10 grand right there. I take that same clip and and, and pin it down and pare it down to, to 60 seconds. And I put the same content on Instagram and get another 10,000. I pair that 30, that 60 down to 30 seconds to put on TikTok, put that out there, get another 7,000. So I made one content and I just pulled in $27,000 for that one post. Yeah. Dog, they making mad bread, dog. Yeah, they are. 
Like, it's absolutely crazy. We got to crack this code, Kingpin. What we got to do better? I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. We got to get some hot takes. We got We probably got to say some stuff that may probably also get us fired from our regular job to be able to get it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you just listen to yourself about the money breakdown. That'll be, that'll be fine. Trust me. <laughs> It'll be okay. Yo, and can you imagine? So, Drake, if, say you say we say around... Say if you in one of the mid tiers, but on all three platforms, you pulling out twenty thousand a post, dog, and you just do one. Now you got to stay active, right? So you got to get you out of post. You get out of content one post a week. That's fifty two weeks in a year, dog. That's that's a hundred and what? That's a hundred and forty thousand dollars. <laughs> Making a video, dog. I know you gotta have creativity. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I'm not minimizing their yeah. skills, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so they, this young lady, she bringing out, she bringing in six, uh, a meal. Uh, so a lot of it is through her, her social media following and stuff like that too. And and so it became a big topic of conversation. Uh, I don't know how good good she is. She's attractive. Uh, you know, of course, you know, young, pretty, blonde. Um, and dog, it was getting to the point. Like they had to change LSU had to change their security protocol for gymnastics meets. Wow! Because she has hundreds of young men that are lining up, and these kids are heckling everybody else that come out of the gym that ain't her. <laughs> like saying stuff like, "Oh man, you would oh if she ain't coming out, I guess you would do. Come on, let's take a picture with you." <laughs> wow. <laughs> Is she really that good looking? She's attractive. She's attractive. I mean, she young. I, I guess she good looking for them. I don't know. You know, I mean, she, most of the kids are middle school, high school boys. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ever in the good. Look, this is the Made Men Radio Show. White girl attractive and black girl attractive are two different attractors for us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I'm just putting it out there that you know what beauty is in the eye of the beholder, the things that black men necessarily find attractive ain't always the same things white men find attractive. <laughs> they look at a young lady and be like, she fat. We look at her like, man, she thick than a mug. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different, whole different genre. You know what I'm saying? Everybody don't look at the same thing. But yeah, so yeah, they had to change stuff up, bruh, because of this young lady and the following she got. <laughs> and then like and what no, little, hey, I just want to go back to what you said because it just made me think. I can remember in college talking to some of my white counterparts. <laughs> you know, just you know, as guys do, oh man, she pretty, she this, she that. And I'm like, man, such and such, she, man, she's pretty. And they're like, you like her? <laughs> like, I, think, I think she's pretty. Thunderthighs? Thunderthighs? Talking to a brother.
Because you know, we got some of our frat brothers. <laughs> they may, they may weigh one sixty, but if she ain't two fifty, they don't even look at her. You know I'm telling the truth. <laughs> See, you ain't that much, but you're the concern. I mean, that's right. Now. <laughs> the beauty is in the eye of the beholder, and. Uh... <laughs> One man's trash is another man's treasure. <laughs> but it is, it's crazy how the world, again, man, is the world, it's, and, and I think it's changing so much and it's so crazy. And I feel for young ladies having to kind of uh, be pressured by some of the influences, you know what I'm saying? Because remember, there was this one time where, you know, the, the what beauty looked like was, you know, a zero, zero size dress model. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Long hair, straight, you know, all that stuff. And and then once, you know, kind of once we influenced the world pretty significantly, uh, <laughs> then yeah. it became, you know, if she ain't wearing a 12, of, you know, a 12 or 14 pants, she ain't thick. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. and, and so women are caught in this. You know, and look, you know what I mean? Even our lips, you know, we always talk about black always coming to come. Black becomes cool. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. it becomes marketable. And, and you know what's column called Flack? Cheryl, uh, what's that woman name uh, from? Um, oh man, from the from the from the the TV show with the with the the school, the teachers. That's funny. That won all these awards. Oh, uh, 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 Elementary. Yeah, but what's the what's the lady? Um, I can't recall her full name. Uh, and I can't. I can't. Uh, I don't, I don't want to admit this on air, but I can't spell Abbott right now. Um, uh, <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, I cannot spell Abbott. Uh, 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 uh. Ah, that's it. A B. Okay, I don't. I was having a. I was having a severe brain fart. I do apologize, <laughs> listeners. No problem. I promise. I promise. I'm intelligent. I promise. I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Baby, come on up. Cheryl Lee Ralph, right? Okay. She won. She won some more. She won like a first some some was Oscar Emmy or something like that. First time ever yeah. she'd been an actor 20, 30 years, and you know she caught flack a couple of weeks ago when uh, she was doing an interview and it was like, "What would you tell your thirteen year old self or fifteen year old self?" And she what the thing she called flack was she tell she said I tell myself you know uh, don't worry about your lips because uh, in 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 the future women like the Kardashians will pay millions to have your lips. Uh, and they was like, did she really just drop that name? I'm like, but did she lie? What a lie! I mean, is, is it true? I mean, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> she didn't lie though. <laughs> she did not. She did not tell a lie. But but I think like I said we we've like I said I, I said all that my thought was hey I really feel bad sometimes for our young ladies man and I, I'm you know I, you know I, I I parent a little bit different and I don't tell people I parent right but I you know none of us know we're doing it right because all of us just practicing but you know yeah. my boys don't have cell phone my two youngest don't my oldest didn't get a cell phone till he was sixteen and then even still I wouldn't let him on social media <clears throat> and I'm the same way with my these other two be. And it's funny because there was an article that came out last week where doctors, psychologists are saying children should not have social media 
at the very bare minimum until at least until they turn 16 because their minds are not developed enough and the influences are causing such a negative impact on the development of their mind. And I'm like, oh, so now all of a sudden the, the professionals can, can agree that Prentice was right. During that time. <laughs> but, but, but my piece of the, the, the real piece of it, and I, I have to continue having the conversation with my boys and explaining my position. And my piece is I don't need you comparing yourself and your life to people who are just giving you a snapshot in time of what their life is like. Yeah. And yeah. here you go in depression and everything else. And it ain't. It's the snapshot they wanted you to see. It's staged. Dog, they got they telling about people making, you know, a staging pictures to make it appear as if they're traveling all the time now. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> or or yeah. taking pictures on the road on one trip and posting them over the next three years as if they're still traveling to places. Uh-huh. Yeah. So yeah. here you go now doing all these other things in your life, trying to live up to a picture that may or may not even be real. Yep. I'm like, you know why we were happy and content back in the day? And now that we look back, we actually really didn't have nothing? It's because we didn't see what nobody else had to know that we didn't have nothing. Yeah, <laughs> as much as I can see. I got nothing and you got nothing. Yeah. The only thing I was living up to was old buddy said up the street when he got a new bike. I wanted a new bike. That was it. Hey, but, but old buddy up the street from me got a new basketball goal. I'm like, Pop, come on now. Every time I want to shoot hoop, I got to go down there. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's as far as I had to live up to. I only had to live up to that circle of, you know, of influence around me. And it didn't impact yeah. me at school. Because, I mean, yeah, you may get hounded a little bit if a couple people got, you know, new J's or something like that. But that still was only a couple of them in your school. Because, again, we didn't have nothing. So do nobody else yeah. want to go to school with us? <laughs> yep, you're right. So I was never living up to that hype, man. We had I had a Nintendo. I was the, I was the one with money. I had the Nintendo first. Everybody come to the crib. We'd be in the back room playing the Nintendo. But I didn't know I didn't know that nobody had Sega Genesis. <laughs> I remember when I was in the fourth grade. That's what I mean. The fourth grade, my my uh, godmother, she treated me like I was her son, and she still does to this day. Now she has two grown children of her own, um, and she's also my cousin, but she's my, my godmother. And I was in fourth grade. She had just gotten married, and, and uh, she moved to Hawaii. And from Hawaii, she moved to California, somewhere, but. At that time, she didn't have any kids. So I was a kid. She sent me a pair of all black and red Michael Jordans. I remember them to this day. <laughs> my, my dad and my parents were like, I'm not, I'm not spending that type of money on no shoes. And I wish I could. I understand. I get understand. But she sent them to me. And I remember the first day I wore them to school. Everybody asked me, are you rich? I'm like, no. I'm like, but you got, you got the new Jordans. And I, you know, I'm like, oh, my, you know, my godmother said this to me. But, so, so she rich. <laughs> no, she's not. But, but like you said, the, the one thing somebody, because somebody like you said, you had the Nintendo, somebody got the new bike, somebody got the new basketball hoop. But it makes you think because everybody ain't got nothing. 
Well, they must be doing pretty good because they got this now. Yeah. And all you watch on social media, like you said, traveling, shoes, clothes, fashion, uh, vehicles, like all this food. Like, man, you, you, you really start to question yourself if you're that type. And like you said, what's the word you use? Um, what's the word you use? Comparing. Yeah, yeah, Comparing yeah, but I compare myself. Yeah, exactly. So it's crazy the way we've been programmed. And, and it continue and dog, and this is the other piece. So you, the reason why Big Drake, that those social media can play those influences as much money as they do, bruh, is dog, the algorithms, it's it's creepy. I say creepy, my, Dylan says, uh, I think it's kind of cool. But it's, dog, it's creepy how those algorithms are set up to feed you based yep. on, and dog, they watch so much that you don't even recognize, dog. Yes. They yeah. tell your eye movements when you're watching your phone. They tell how you sweep, how long, how long you swipe, what causes you to pause, what causes you not to pause, what causes you to swipe. Like all of that stuff is going into uh, this processor, and it's processing all of that data to continue to feed your machine, and it's feeding everybody's machine specifically just for them. It's crazy. It's good it's or crazy. bad. It's scary. Yeah, it's crazy. It's scary. Yeah, man. It's for good. So again, man, I I I thought it was funny. I saw the saw that article. And I was like, huh. I was like, it's funny. I didn't need that. I didn't need the world renowned psychologist to tell me that. I do wish yeah. more parents would. And because my kids also, so they get pressured. You know what I'm saying? So they feel the pressure because they are one of only. Like I said, they they want to you know four or five kids in the whole school that ain't got a cell phone. Yeah. And I understand that that that's a waiting of itself too, but I'm like I, I'm sorry I'm not going to I'm not going to cave to that pressure, so that then they can ingest the other pressure on you. Uh-huh. I would rather stand strong. This this pressure right here, not having a cell phone in that school, is not going to kill you. It's not. I can't say it's the not. same for the pressure that I if I give it to you, that can create for you. Yes. Because I have seen kids lose their life because of that other pressure. And I, I want to wait till you are mature enough to be able to handle that level of responsibility. Because, hey, yes. if we real honest, Drake, some adults can't handle that level of responsibility. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. You know how I many marriages are ended because people want their husband to be like the dude on Instagram or the woman that she talk about her husband <laughs> on Instagram that may or may not even exist? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you saw the bouquet he sent her, but did you see the black eye he gave her the night before, or why he sent the bouquet? You didn't even see that. Yeah. <laughs> or she could have just sent it to herself. Yeah. Oh, you look at what he bought her. Did he buy? Check her. Let's check her receipts. <laughs> check her. Let's check her account. Exactly. See who bought that. So everybody's living these fake dreams. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, and, and snapshot and all this. Like I said, man, I, it, it, it's, it's so much pressure uh, right now that, that folks are trying to live up to. That it, It's absolutely yep. unbelievable. And, and like I said, NIL is breeding that stuff, man. It continues to pour into it. Everything in life yes. right now is just kind of feeding the beast. It's feeding That's the beast. All it's feeding the beast, man. That's all so I, I encourage our parents, man, to, to, to really think about the impacts. 
And even if you, I, I, I don't encourage anybody to go do what I do, do what I'm doing right now for my boys. Especially, I, I really don't encourage any parents to go take no cell phone away. Because cause you may cause more damage than good there. But what I will encourage you is, is having more in-depth conversations with your kids about what their day was. Yes. Don't just ask how was your day. Oh, I was good and keep it rolling. You know what I'm saying? I went to a school to do some volunteer work on Friday. They had an amazing board, and, and I, I, I want to think about how can I incorporate this into my house. Mm-hmm. But and, and again, they serve under underrepresented communities, right? So it's you know uh, a, a community center, and they have this emotion. Well, I call it emotional intelligence. They had another word for it, but it was a board, and so it had angry, it had sad. Um, it had, I see, I, I, t- I took a picture of it. That's how much I appreciated what they did uh, in there. Uh, so the class, so all right, the board had joy, sad, fear, and anger was the big words on the board. And then it had small words under each one of them. So like for joy, it had calm, content, helpful, silly, happy, loving, joy, playful. Uh, uh-huh. for, for anger, it had angry, awful, mad, jealous, irritated, or out of control. Uh, for sad, it had sick, unhappy, sad, um, anxious, tired, bored, lonely, disappointed. Uh, for fear, it had scared, eager, worried, or fearful, uh, or lost control. Uh, and so every day when a kid comes in, they have to take their clothespin and they have to put it on how they're feeling today. And they can choose to just put it on a big word but they prefer you find the small word that fits what you're feeling today. And, depend, and what the teachers do, they say, hey, depending upon what, what they do that day, and it's it's everybody does it as they come in, so it ain't like a big hoopla, ain't nobody watching you as you do it. You come in, you do that, you get your water ball, you get your bag, you'll sit down. And so uh, depending upon how that does, they said they do two things with that. One they have, of course, a counselor, and depending upon what a kid says, they may make sure that they get time with the counselor that day to talk mm. through that emotion. And two, that one of the teachers said, it also lets me know how I may need to alter how I deal with them that day. Yeah. She said, because if they're already feeling some type of way, I may not need to treat them in the same manner I would have treated them the other day when they came in happy and joyful. And man, I thought that was so fantastic because especially in our community, Big Drake, we are mm-hmm. not taught, we are not taught emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. We are not taught how to use our small words about how we actually feel. And even Correct. and when people <laughs> when people interact with us, they are taken aback because especially when they come up against one of us that does know how to use emotional intelligence because they expect us to only act or respond in a certain manner because Mm -hmm. that's all they know from us. And so when you are able to not only be intellectual and communicate clearly, but also you are able to have command and control over your emotional intelligence in the midst of a, of a confrontation discussion, whatever, Mm-hmm. Now people will leave out feeling defeated because they had no idea we had that kind of command and control over ourselves. And mo- usually it's also because they don't. <laughs> and yep. so they didn't realize they was walking into a fight very unarmed. 
<laughs> when we can That's prepare right. ourselves in that manner. So I, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. I love it. I love that they're they're teaching a group of kids how to do and then here's the other thing that they do. Throughout the week, they have other things that require their parents to come in and do oh. stuff around the school. They got some social services available. So they because and here's here's what the director said. He said, we cannot expect to two hours a day, feed them something one way and plant them back for the rest of the day in a home that has none of the same things there. Mm -hmm. So we want to not only do we want to feed them here, we also want to make sure that we're planting them back into an environment that speaks and reinforces the same thing we're saying in here. Man, that sounds like a good place to work. It really was, man. I was blown away, man. We spent about four hours doing some volunteer work there, and it, it is it is on my on my list to to now not only monetarily start supporting, but also uh, find opportunities where I can come and 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 volunteer, help clean. All we did was clean up and straighten up stuff. Um, but but it went a long way, and like I said, I was really in love with the program and what they do and how they how they're really treating and and and, and building and developing young people there, man. Absolutely thought yeah, it was, was 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 awesome, man. So, that's I, awesome. yeah, made me in this 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 the made me radio show. This is what we do, man. Uh, we, we forty minutes of life. This is this was just life. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, y'all a sports talk show? Well, kinda. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do talk about sports. <laughs> hey, two big things. Yeah, two big things happen in sports, man. One, I want to get your input, and your, I don't know if you got a chance to watch this new revised Pro Bowl-type deal thing weekend they got going on. Uh, so kind of want to get your feedback on that. But the other thing outside of football, uh, this week, uh, I think Thursday, so Kyrie demanded a trade. Well, he didn't de- – well, I guess he did demand. He stated he wanted to be traded. Mm-hmm. I felt like Kyrie got a lot of flack about this one again. I know it's Kyrie. But folks is like, you know, you can never depend on a person, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, hold on. Let's tell the whole story, though, right? Let's be good. Let's let's be let's be fair. Let's not allow one person's, I'm going to say sin, because that's how somebody sees it. I'm not saying that anything he's done in the past was wrong. It's what he yeah. felt like he needed to do. But let's not hold that against him in every decision he makes. But that's what we do, right? That's what the world does. Yeah, yeah that's exactly. But I felt like, I felt like they were being a little unfair in this scenario. So Kyrie, I we had the issue last year with the COVID test and all this other stuff. He stood on his ground. We had the issue with the with the movie and all that stuff. I all y'all told me, I was like, why don't he just go back to just playing basketball? Okay, bet. Kyrie has showed up this season and just played ball and done it really well. Ball. Ball. Done it really, really well. He's coming to the end of a contract. He has been in contract negotiations with the team. This week, he felt like those contract negotiations met an impasse. That they were not willing to negotiate a long-term deal. How is it wrong for someone to say, it may be in the best interest of you, the team, as well as me, if you guys seek a trade from me? Because I'm an unrestricted free agent this summer. You ain't got no franchise tag like the NFL. I'm going to walk. Yeah. I would like to be traded so at least you get compensation 
for what for what it is. Help me understand, Big Drake, why that's wrong, dog. Because it's Kyrie, right? I kept hearing everybody in the narrative. I'm like, I don't, I don't see this one that way. I, I don't. This ain't a. This ain't KD saying with three years, with four years on a five year deal I just signed, I want to be traded. Yeah. Like this man's like, hey, I'm in the last year of the contract. I came. We had conversation. We've been having conversation for two months. We've determined. Y'all determined. You don't think you're not willing to pay me what I believe I'm worth. So why don't we just go and part ways now? Because yeah. we go part ways this summer. <laughs> you know what, man? With anybody in any job, no matter the profession, are you a professional athlete or are you a drywaller or whatever it is, you're a poop-a-doop scooper, whatever it is, people just want to feel appreciated. That's it. People just want to, 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 to the acknowledgement, hey, I see what you're doing, and I appreciate you. Thank you. That's it. Yeah. So if they've been in negotiating, I mean, he, he wants to stay there. But I, he also... I negotiated. He wants a long-term deal. So that, that lets me know. So, yeah, we, we had some, some, some turbulence along the flight. Yeah. But now I'm here and I'm, I'm I'm producing, I'm balling like I've never balled before. So all I want you to do is say, hey, I see you. I appreciate you. And by doing, by saying that, it's giving me a new contract, giving me a long-term contract. So show me that you, you show me you acknowledge that I, I have done what what you wanted me to do. Yes. I, yes. I, I, I went to the court and played ball. Yes. We we lost our other superstar for a significant portion. Guess what I did? I stepped it up another level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, like I'm balling. I kept us afloat. And now when I say ball, I mean like Kyrie is averaging 27 a game, five rebounds and five assists, and shooting close to 50 percent. Mm. Like he balling, balling. Mm. <laughs> but it, it goes back to what you said earlier. It's Kyrie. It's Kyrie. So because because it's Kyrie, we got to make a big deal. Like I, I just wish one day this world would just be in the moment and just see people, whether it's good or bad, their flaws, their mistakes, whatever it is, just see it as an isolated incident. Because you can mess up twice, you can mess up three times, but especially if it's different stuff, we gotta see that for what it is. Has a person learned from it? Are they changing? Are they uh, educating them? So whatever the case may be. And if they make a different mistake that's totally unrelated to the other mistake, we want to bring all that back. Yeah. See, see, I told you that. It told you that's oh, what he is. That's all he ever been. Yeah. Like, no, this is something totally different. Wait a minute, now. Stop judging people for their past. <laughs> yes, that's dog. And, and, and see, I, I'm with you, man. And I, and I feel like that, that's how I kind of felt this week about this one. I, I listened, and I was hoping we was gonna get the tape at some point this week. I'm like, I need no, I need the world to hear my piece about this one. I'm like, I, I, I just don't. I think y'all wrong on this one. I don't think this is the same thing. I don't tie this to every other time. I don't tie this to the time in Boston. I don't. Tie, I don't tie this to nothing else. I know what his past is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, this time the man came back to the court. He balled out. He been balling out. He like. You said, y'all said we put it all behind me. 
when y'all gave me them crazy stipulations of me having to, you know, write a thesis about how Hitler wasn't great and, you know, all this us go, you know, go talk to the Jewish priest, you know, in Ab Abba Babylon over across sea, you know what I'm saying? Like all this stuff. Eat, 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 fill the fish, you know, all this stuff just to get back on the court. Go get your doctorate in Judaism. Yeah. Get, get, get circumcised again. Like all this crazy <laughs> stuff y'all asked me to do. Everybody didn't. In, in, in that time, nobody, many people didn't even look crazy at it. Yeah. Like nobody saw me as human. Like y'all yep. really think this all right? That I got to do all of this to get back? But y'all said we putting it behind us, right? Okay. I did what I did. I got back to the court. And now this season, everybody all summer long. I wish he just shut up and dribble. <laughs> just play basketball. Guess what I've done this year? I ball. That's all I yep. did. I just ball. Y'all ain't heard no controversy. I ain't said nothing. I don't even like do interviews. I just ball. Yep. And I did it really well. Now all I'm asking you to do, pay me what you owe. <laughs> yes. Tell me you appreciate that I showed up every day to work and I ball. Nope, that's a problem too. I tell you one too. team that'll take. I tell you one team that'll take. I <laughs> <laughs> who, who you who are you New Orleans? <laughs> of course, we'll, we'll take anybody. <laughs> hey, you know I I want him to go to the Lakers. I I don't know I, if that would have been the the piece that he needed. They needed, but I think a Westbrook swap for him would definitely be an upgrade. Yeah, most definitely. Yes, yeah. if if Kyrie were to somehow. Getting back up with LeBron. I'm not gonna say they win it all this year, but they at least come close. <laughs> yeah, and they they gonna give a. I think their odds would have significantly went up. Yeah, significantly. Yeah. So so good. Hearing you talk means you have not heard the news of where he actually is going. No. <laughs> oh, I get to break it on the show and get your natural raw reaction. <laughs> I love these so, moments. So. So what you're saying is he is being traded. He is being traded. A deal has been uh, confirmed and agreed upon. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's play a little game with this. Okay. I like, I like, the, I like the song of figure things out. Okay. All right. Um, I, I, I'm going to leave with this. Okay. Out of everything I heard, I had not heard about this team. Uh-huh. But this is one of the the most dynamic duos in all of the NBA now. Did he go to Milwaukee? No. No. Okay. No. Because you, know, you said dynamic with him and the Greek Freak. That would be a pretty doggone the, dynamic duo. This is one of the most dynamic backcourts in all of the NBA and could push, depending upon longevity, could push to, to battle anybody in the history of the NBA in the backcourt. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So, so, uh, uh, so, they're good now. Now, these two together could push no, to be... The team. Oh, yeah, the, the, team, the team is okay. The team okay. is, the team ain't a slouch. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I should have I should have known this one, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't expect this one to happen. It's not where I would have put him at. If they get together, possibly not. If 
when they get together, possibly the best backcourt in history. Yes. Because I think about Kyrie like that. I do. Kyrie is yeah. that, that kind of talented. And I would have never imagined putting him with this person. Oh, don't tell it to me just yet. Don't tell it to me just yet. Can you can you give me another hint, like a subtle hint? Um, he is now with with the type of owner I believe is willing to put somebody's past behind them, and definitely willing to pay them what they owe. He's going to Dallas. He's going to the Mavericks, baby. Wow. <laughs> That, 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 that would be a pretty dynamic back, uh, back court. Him, and, him and Luka Doncic, brother. <laughs> and wow. all they gave up, they got Kyrie and Marquis, Marquis, well, I can't never say that Morris boy name. Uh, and they gave up, they gave up Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay. And Dorian Finley, Finley, Finley Smith. I don't even know who the Dorian kid is. Uh, uh, Dinwiddie is pretty, pretty straight. Yeah, but but to me, Dinwiddie for Kyrie, yeah, I'll oh, take yeah, that yeah, deal no. all day long. Wow. All day long, dog. Yeah, and they got a no. they got a twenty twenty nine first round draft pick and two second rounds. Who gonna play the point though? It don't matter. Yeah, I think I think Luca keeps bringing the ball up. Cause remember, remember what Kyrie said. The conversation him and James Harden had when he uh-huh. when James came. Uh-huh. James Harden said after after like two weeks of practice, one day at the end of practice, Kyrie brought him to the side, or like at the start of practice, something. Kyrie brought him to the side and said, "You the point guard. Bring the ball up. Uh-huh. I'll get open." Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. And I'm pretty sure Durant brings the ball up a lot too. Yep, yep. Because Kyrie, Kyrie a scorer, dog. Yeah, yeah. And so now, really, you got really Kyrie on offense playing two guard, Luca at one. On defense, you got Kyrie guarding the point guard, Luca guarding the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. got flexibility, to kind of swap that thing up. Yep. Because Luca was a liability guarding your point guard. Yep, yep. That's why you oh, had Ben Whitty and them cats. Yep. Yeah, dog. I think it's gonna be uh, nice, dog. I think. <laughs> like, when's the first game? I want to see that. I don't know, man. I, I like I say, and, and to your point, I, I couldn't think of a better. I like the bravado Luca have, like the confidence, and I don't think his confidence is necessarily ego in the manner as in I don't think him and Kyrie gonna butt heads from an ego standpoint. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that game really gonna mesh well together. <laughs> I think it's gonna be pretty freaking amazing to watch play. I think so too. Yeah, dog. <laughs> so LeBron yeah, not only did LeBron not get it, but but they just strengthened somebody in the West as a major major contender for a championship, I think. <laughs> You're right. You're right. A question that's kinda off track but still in the realm because we you know we're talking about Kyrie and the Brooklyn Nets. Has has Ben Simmons done anything this year? He he's on the court. <laughs> <laughs> so he he's at least playing this year. Yeah, he is playing. Yeah, he out there. I don't yeah, yeah. If you call that playing per se. I mean he uh, he he back. I mean he 
He back, but it's almost like to me, Drake. I don't know how to explain it, man. He back, but it feel like everybody, like he back and like everybody. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, made me fan. I'm sorry. This how this you know. <laughs> you know how <laughs> if somebody walked back in the party and they just went and you know uh, maybe had some fun with somebody. Okay. Okay. You look okay. at it one way. But if you walk back in the party and everybody know you just went and had fun with with that shit, nobody else would have went and had fun with. <laughs> you know, you walk back in the party kind of a little bit different. You really kind of try to slide back in the party and hope nobody realize you left. <laughs> Yeah, it's kind of like telling everybody you've been riding the Harley Davidson. Come to find out, you really ride the scooter. Yeah, that's kind of how Ben Simmons is back. Uh, <laughs> I got you. So he, here's Ben Simmons' stat line: he's averaging seven points a game, six rebounds, Man, and six on. assists. Get, get out of here! <laughs> hang up the phone. And did, did, did you know NASA found like twelve hundred new planets? Just go to one of them. Just, <laughs> just go to a new planet. Do the uh, planet friend dog. This, this dude is what, 6'10", maybe? Yeah, he's 6'10", dog. Point guard, 6'10". Yeah, a 10. phenomenal athlete. Yeah. He's averaging six points. Yeah, dog. <coughs> yeah, dog. Yeah, dog. Big baby Davis was, was average more than six points. Yeah, man. So and he was I mean, technically obese to be playing basketball. <laughs> like... There's, there's, like, I'm looking on, like, Drake, like, no, no crap, dog. There's one, two, three people that do not start that average more points on their team than he does. Wow. Seth Curry's only started six games, is averaging 10 a game. TJ Warren has, has, has started zero games. He's averaging nine a game. Cam Thomas has started zero games. He's averaging 8.4 points a game. Wow. And Ben Simmons is averaging almost double the minutes both of them cats are. Did, did, did Ben Simmons, uh, Simmons ever uh, make the All-Star team? What, he an All-Star Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. He's he's so damaged right now, dog. He, I, don't know if he'll ever, I don't know if he'll ever recover, dude. I, I, I hope, like on a serious note, I hope that young man is getting some help because he needs some help. He yeah, he, he really does. Him. He needs he some counseling, man. Yelling and doing all this other crazy stuff, but he ain't doing what uh what uh, Antonio Brown was doing. But you can tell something's wrong. You also can probably tell deep down he's a good dude. Like he, he just needs some help, man. Somebody really need to help him. Or I, I hope he's getting it. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure he got some help after the whole uh, Philadelphia fiasco. You, know, I, I, you, you had to see that. That's just like back in the day when Orlando Magic went to the, the, uh, the NBA championship in that very first game. It was getting ready to win that first game. And Nick Anderson stood there in this four straight free throws. Yeah. After he was high 80s, maybe low 90s percent free throw shooting his NBA career. After that, dude literally was shooting like 40% free 
Yeah, he wasn't shooting less than Shaq. <laughs> he did. Yes. <laughs> Shaq yes. was still at fifty percent. Nick Anderson went under Shaq, dog. Yes, yes. So, and that kind of that kind of did his career. It did, know? man. That was it. He journeyed around a couple more seasons. There was a rap after that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I always just hate for that to happen to me. I really he, he damaged goods. You know, everybody makes jokes and all that ass. But I mean, come on. This kid's damaged goods, dog. He is real bad, man. I, I, like I say, yeah, he, he, in the heyday, in his, the peak of his performance, he was averaging 16, right at 17 points a game, right at eight assists a game, right at eight to nine rebounds a game, and two, two steals a game. That was at the peak, man. And now he's after seven points a game, six and six. <laughs> he damaged good, though. Somehow I get six points. Somehow. Yeah, it's kind of you know the other other person I equated to, uh, Markel Markel Folks. You remember that little point guard that got drafted by the Orlando Magic? And, oh, or didn't he? Or didn't he uh, Hold up, dog. Didn't he get drafted by the Sixers as well? Originally? Waffle come. I want to believe. <laughs> Maybe it's the Sixers, man. Maybe people ought to stay away from the Sixers, man. <laughs> I'm you looking, might be I, I, I swear. Because as I was saying, I'm like, hold up. I actually think he went to Orlando to resurrect his career. Uh... He was drafted by, hold on, man, why do I believe? He was, he was drafted by the Sixers. And remember, they like tried to break his shot, like he talked about his shot wasn't there, and like he went in the tank. You're right, maybe it's the organization. And he went, he was averaging, he was a number one draft, he was a number one pick, dog. It came at the Sixers and ended up only averaging like seven points a game. Because I think they went and drafted Ben Simmons and then they traded him once they drafted Ben Simmons. And all, everything, every percentage he shot across the board, everything went up when he left the Sixers and went to Orlando. And, and starting over there. <laughs> and starting. The same has not happened for Ben. Yeah. So, like I said, man, Ben, ben I, I, I'm with you though. I, I hope somebody get get their boys some help, man. So, so yeah, man, Kyrie is with 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 the the uh, Dallas Mavericks, dog. I can't wait to catch a game. I tell you that. I think I think that's gonna be all right. And they, and they didn't have to give up a uh, big boy down in the paint. Uh, what Christian Christian. Um, no, oh no, that dude's all been gone. Where he at? He's with like I think he want he went to Washington with Washington or somebody. Uh, yeah, they got Christian Wood, Christian Wood at center, Reggie Bullock, and then Tim Hardaway Jr. at small forward. Kyrie will be at shooting guard and Luke at point. They're gonna be a problem. They go, they gonna be a real problem, man. I feel bad for old LeBron, man. Um, hey, if my son asked me something very, very profound. He said, do, do I think people's opinion of LeBron will ever change? And I responded, I said, yes, when he leaves the game. 
I think yeah, when LeBron leaves the game, we'll appreciate. We watch greatness, dog. Yeah, man. I was watching yeah. him the other day, dog. I, I told Zach, I said, um, I said, oh, he'll probably get it the next game. Is the next two games at home? I said, well, he's gonna break the record at home, of course. I said that was always the plan. I said when he missed the game last week, it was always he. I said if you don't think everything LeBron does is calculated, you you don't you have to watch LeBron. <laughs> Everything. I said, he was always going to break this record at the Staples Center. So, know that. Um, but I said, and, and uh, I said after this game, when they played New Orleans, I said, well, he'll probably, he'll, he may break the next game. And Zach was like, well, he got to put up 40. I said, dude, LeBron could put up 60 any night he yep. want to. Yeah. I said, if LeBron come to the court one night and say, hey, feed me tonight, I'm telling y'all, I want 60. Yeah. I said, there's nothing that can stop him. He's never in his career did it. <laughs> I said, but if he wanted to show up and say, I want 50 tonight, give me the ball. He'll they go 50. The and they're going to get him the ball. I said, he is an unstoppable force. Please believe that. <laughs> I don't know if there's anybody that can truly just stop LeBron. And, and let's not forget how old he is. He ain't old, but in basketball, he is. He's old. LeBron 38, dog. I remember other greats. I mean, even the great Michael Jordan. He got 38. You knew he was 38. He looked 38. Yeah. LeBron almost act a play like he's 38. No, dog. Well, they were showing the trajectory. So this is the 20th season. Uh, and Kareem Abdul got his, you know, finished his after 20 years, his 20th season. And they were showing the trajectory of just even the points scored in the 20th season. It is not even close. Like, it, like I think the, um, Kareem's last season, he only scored like 900 points total. <laughs> like, it was something real low. Like, it, like LeBron passed his, his, his 20th season scoring. Total in like the the you know the twentieth game this season or something. Wow, <laughs> it was like seven hundred points. It was something. It was something crazy. But like I say, this dude is thirty eight years old, dog. Now Kareem was forty two. I want to say he had to be because he played four years of college. He did. I think Kareem was like 40, 40, 42 his last season. So again, he was real old. But I, I don't know that LeBron won't look like this at forty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we marvel at Tom Brady doing what he did at 45. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, dog, 45 as a quarterback in the NFL, especially today, where you can't even yeah. breathe on him anyway, is and you yeah. look at what LeBron's doing at 38, coming down the court, you know, still cutting through, dunking on folks like he is. Like yeah. it's 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 a whole different ball game, bro. <laughs> it's um. I can't wait to see how he plays. He, he's gonna play another four, five years. I believe he's gonna play at least three. His one of his boys will be in the league in three, two to three. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait to see that because I mean, you would think naturally he's gonna fall off a little bit because all the time catches up to everyone. But the way he looks now, like we're talking about, like he he looked like. You know, 30, 28, 27-year-old LeBron. You know what I mean? He so, does. <laughs> Except for his hair. I mean, if you zoom in the top of his head, well, you know. Man, he's... 
Hey, because did you see a couple weeks ago how Jabari Smith shamed him? <laughs> so before they tipped off, they was, you know, doing the doing the introduction, or whatever. Jabari went over and said, Hey, uh LeBron, LeBron spoke. He said, You played against my dad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Yes, our, I guess, yes, yes, yes. It was like, God, this dude's it's like, dog, how does that make you feel? Like, you played against my dad. Well, I'm, 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 I'm going to dunk on you just like I dunked on you. Yeah, I think LeBron put up 39 that night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. hey, like, like, people like him, Kobe, uh, Jordan, like, don't, you don't need to give them no extra fuel because when they get it, they're going to embarrass you. Yeah, they really are. They they really are, and, and it was like his birthday or something. I'm like, dog, you 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 really should have just shut up. You should have said that after the game. That stuff you say when y'all shake hands in the line after the court, <laughs> after yeah, the game's over. Yeah. yeah. If you tell me that right before tip off, I'm I'm gonna feel okay. Bet okay. Yeah, I'm, 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 yeah, I'm about to do you just like I did today. <laughs> I'm gonna get the, the, the way you delivered it to me, I, I ain't got no choice but to take it as disrespectful. <laughs> the way you just I told no me. <laughs> yeah, I give you what you yeah. Now, like you said, after the game, after we didn't already won or whatever the case may be, we shake your hands. You, you know, you come, you come in like a, um, like a, like, like you come some, in like some a respect and like honor. Yeah, 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 honor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you give me some honor. But, you know, okay, you, okay, bet that. You know, you get with that. Okay. Very disrespectful. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to give you some notes to compare with your daddy. <laughs> I can't remember what game it was. This was early, early on. I can't remember. He, he might have just went to Miami. And he was having a decent game, but not spectacular. And wh- whomever he was going against, that person's girlfriend was courtside and then just started heckling LeBron. Man, LeBron turned that thing up <laughs> and literally he was at the free throw line he pointed at her and they, they showed it and you could you could see his mouth this your fault you should have kept your mouth shut this your fault I remember that <laughs> yeah, and then you know luckily it's just basketball but if, I, if I'm the dude and I, you know I'm like babe you Why'd you even say something? Why'd you say something to him? Why would you say something? But you know, you can't say that in front of people. You got to try to play ball. They couldn't do nothing. They couldn't do nothing. Time we got, time I got in the car. Why'd you say something? This is my LeBron, so you know how he was getting down. Like, see, this is your problem. You always run your mouth. Shut up sometimes. (laughs) You ain't not that now. If if, if you want to run your mouth and you got to call LeBron, be my guest. But if I got to call him, you sit there, you get some popcorn and keep your mouth shut. If you want to do something, seduce him. How about that? How about you do that? How about you flash him? How about you do that? How about how about you lick your lips at him? How about you do that? How about you do something to get his mind off of the thrashing me like he did? Appreciate you. Yes. <laughs> hey man, so the other piece I I, I wanted to, to 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 talk a little bit about. Hey, so the new uh new um Pro Bowl de- debuted this weekend. Uh-huh. A uh, lot of skills Pro competition. Yeah, Pro Bowls this weekend. Oh, yeah. They had the flag football game on today. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it The flag football was okay. I didn't hate it. Okay, all right. I didn't hate it. 
some of the skills competitions was kind of gimmicky. Okay. I didn't care for some of those. Uh, yeah, so like they had like a they had a they had a, a spectacular catch competition where the wide receivers mm-hmm. was jumping into a pool. They had to do tricks and flips uh, and stuff to catch a ball, and you score points for that. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of like the football version of a dunk contest. Yeah, it was just kind of gimmicky, and mm-hmm. be, you know, um, they did a relay, which the relay was pretty cool. So it started with two defensive players, like defensive linemen. They had to like scale a wall, crawl up under something, scale a wall, crawl up on some. They had an offensive lineman had to do some blocks and then run, break through a wall, and then they tagged off to a running back. They had to do uh, tire drills. And then they had the, the tagged off to two D linemen, a D lineman and an O lineman that had to push a sled, a weighted sled. That was all right. That was cool. You cause because you fit it to the skill groups, right? Yeah. But everything else is just kind of eh, eh, I'm not really feeling it. And, but I saw a clip. Do you remember how the Pro Bowl other stuff used to be? Dog, do you remember when they used to do the accuracy with the quarterbacks hitting those targets and used to go around the field? They don't do that no more. That's not part of the skills? No. And then they showed a clip. Dog, do you remember the longest throw where you used, they used to have the chunk of the so you could throw at the farthest? Yes. They don't do that. Wow. I'm like, why don't y'all, why would y'all not do stuff like that? You know, 40-yard dash? <laughs> See who the fastest man is. Yeah, sometimes they try to reinvent the wheel, and, and the, the wheel is perfect the way it is. And, and you got a generation of kids that never saw it. Yeah. So go back and do, like, pull that stuff out. I remember when... Uh, all the fastest guys used to race and everything because they would be labeled as the fastest in the NFL. Yeah, world's fastest man type stuff. So I, I think, I think they went. Dale Green used to smoke us. And so I think I think they tried too hard, to your point, to reinvent the wheel here. Like, I don't think you had to do all this. Like, you could have just went back into the old bag of tricks and, and pulled it back out. So they did. Now, they did one thing. I thought it was, was kind of gimmicky, but it was kind of cool. They did a tic-tac-toe. I think is what they called it. So they had a big tic-tac-toe board like way up on a wall somewhere. And so you had the field goal kicker, the punter, and the long snapper. They had the snap, and wherever the ball hit, that's where you got an X or an O at. And you had okay. to complete a tic-tac-toe board. So, again, that's that's something different. How can somebody, okay, because it, it fits into the skill set, pinning the coffin pin, like accuracy, all that stuff. All right, that's, that's kind of cool. I like that. Yes. But, like I say, the, the, the spectacular catch thing, I'm like, eh, I don't know if I like that. <laughs> I, just, I, think, I think they could have pulled back some old NFL highlight film and came back up with some new stuff. Like I love to see well Patrick Mahomes wouldn't have been in it. But I like I love to see can Josh Allen just literally flat foot chunk the ball farther than Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. I would have loved to see Cam Newton in that throwing it. While y'all talking all this stuff about him, let let let's see who got a let's see who really got a cannon. Yes. Yes. And then the accuracy competition. You know what I'm saying? Like I think I think I love to see it, I think it dispel I ain't gonna say dispel some of the rumors. 
But I think it would get it would give more conversation around the who athletes are and kind of what they do. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I, I saw that. I was just like, eh, eh, eh. I don't know. About it. Eh, it's just all right. So did they replace all this other stuff? And now there is no physical game anymore. There's no physical game. Okay. And even like the, the the seven on seven, like the flag football, I think that's pretty cool. Because again, you do have kids get cats getting injured and stuff in the Pro Bowl uh, yeah. when you got contact. Um, and and then you got like like the coaches for this one. Uh, of course, it's the Manning brothers coaching different teams. The defense uh-huh. coordinator for the AFC was Snoop, and the defense coordinator for the NFC was um, Ray Ray Lewis. Okay, yeah. So I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah making it fun. Because, you know, yeah. if you think about it, the other coaches, they probably still a little PO that they're not in the Super Bowl. Exactly. And now, now they off. They don't, they don't coach no. And then, I mean, I, I can remember a couple of years ago when they were still doing the on-the-field game, and it was just trash. It was trash. Because you could tell <laughs> nobody wanted to hear it, which I totally get. <laughs> like, back in the day, I remember when you got the MVP of the All-Star game, like you, you play football. Yeah, right? you, you bought out. Yes, now, and, and it, the the thing that really made it trash was I'm watching with my eyes. It's trash. <laughs> but then when the players get interviewed, you can tell they say, "Hey, yeah, you know, I'm just out there giving it all I got. I'm going full speed. Stop lying! <laughs> like, Stop lying to you, me! You ain't even out of breath, dog. How you going full speed? <laughs> <laughs> Stop lying, dog. Come on." You know, just, just, hey, we out here to have a good time. We out here to be safe. We want to take care of each other, but have fun at the same time. I'm cool with that. That's right. That's right. Entertain the fans. We're here to entertain the fans. Say that. You give it all you got. You're going full speed. Okay, now, now, that's what the, the, the PA department told you to say. Yeah. And see, I think doing this flag football stuff, people can really relate because the high school 707 is real big now. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think it I think it pulls in a good element to it. So I like it. I appreciate that piece of the game. Yeah. But it's the other stuff that to me I thought was kind of gimmicky that I just kind of didn't like. I was like, eh, I don't really care for this. <laughs> y'all y'all can do without this. There was other stuff y'all could have did that would have made this more appealing. Uh, in doing that. So, hey man, before we get off here, brother. All right. So uh, you was right. Um, what you call him? Did what he do? <laughs> Patrick Mahomes did what he do. Um, I, well, hold on, before we talk, so so, uh, I, but I do want to address this. I, I sent it to you on, I, I think, on Twitter. Did you see how B.J. Hill protected his uh, the defensive end that hit uh, Patrick Mahomes out of, out of bounds at the at the locker? Yes. I want to make sure this go people. If y'all have not seen that, please Google it. Google BJ Hill uh, post game interview after the uh, championship game. Yes, that is what that is what leadership looks like. What he did for that kid is what leadership looks like. <laughs> he stood right beside that kid. He said, "Look, we ain't gonna y'all ain't gonna beat him down. Y'all ain't gonna ask him no stupid questions." He played his butt off. And every question better reflect that he played his butt off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he he literally stopped, folks. Like, hey man, that's a dumb question. Rephrase the question and go to the next one. Yeah. And that kid was heartbroken, dog. That kid was heartbroken. And here's the backstory. I don't know if you read this. 
that kid grew up being bullied in middle school. And so it really was a social trigger for him. Football became his escape. And he grew like four inches and so many pounds, you know what I'm saying, as he got to high school. And so many of us could have re re reverted back to, okay, come try to bully me now. But he yeah. used it as an outlet because he used to get bullied about his size. They were poor. And his his he was from Africa. So he used to get bullied about his his, his dialect and all that stuff. Like to the point to where he talked about there were times when he wanted to commit suicide. Wow. Like in depression and stuff in middle school. And so for it to happen to him kind of yeah. hurt me. You know what I'm saying? Because again, if it had not been for BJ Hill, y'all would have Y'all would have revert this boy back. And I say boy, he, he was 23 or 23 years old, 24, something like that. He's a man, but but in, I mean, I'm, I'm a, I've reached that age where he's a boy because I got a 22-year-old too. But y'all would have reverted this man back, you know what I'm saying, to the trauma he had faced back as a kid. Because with reporters, he can't do nothing. So, Rick Props, man, from the Made Men Radio Show. I know y'all you don't listen, to BJ Hill, but if you were, uh, just know that you are a superhero in our eyes, and you are the true definition of everything we teach, preach, and, and want to grow and develop young men into be. Appreciate you, brother, for what you did that day. That spoke volumes to me, man. <laughs> Beyond any, anything else on the football field. So, all right, man. So we got Super Bowl coming up. We have the 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 Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Ver <laughs> hey, I do want to say this though about that game, dog. Bro, Brock, they put Brock Purdy back in. Drake, that kid couldn't throw four yards, man. That's bad. I felt bad for him for the team. I really did. Because you know they, yeah, but it was the one thing I know about the innocent. Just from the you know, the few people I know, they talk about how detailed everything is. You think you detailed? No, when you start coaching the NFL, it's detailed times ten. Every little thing that you can imagine, they play for. Targeting, getting like so. I, I just don't understand the the not having enough quarterbacks on, on you know suited up just in case. So considering the type of year that you had, yeah. Bad luck with quarterbacks. I'm gonna make sure I got enough. So you know, so I read some stuff that, that I didn't and I didn't know about this. They used to have that you could dress an emergency third quarterback and it didn't cost you a roster spot. No, I did not know that. They used to have you could address an emergency quarterback and an emergency kicker, and it didn't count against your fifty three man roster, game day roster. Mm -hmm. And the stipulation was, if they went in, no other quarterback on your game day roster could play again that game. Yeah. So it truly had to be emergency because can't nobody else go back in. Yes. And I think the way it went, so it used to be 50. Uh, I, I think the roster used to be 50. Is it 54 or 53? It's 53. It's 53. The, it used to be 52. And you had emergency quarterback. And so they decided we're going to do away with the emergency quarterback and give you a 53rd roster spot. Well, again, analytics say it's very unlikely that I'll ever get to the third stream. Yes. 
So I'm not going to use that game day roster spot on a player I may never play. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna go and put me somebody else that can help me on the team. Yeah. And so some of the conversation was, should they go back to having that emergency quarterback? Uh, and again, I, I'm sure after that game, that that will be a, become a very hot topic this this summer <laughs> about the emergency quarterback. Uh, but it always, you know, what shocked me? It shocked me that there wasn't anybody else on that team at other positions that had that hadn't played quarterback though. That's what shocked me. But, you know, playing, playing quarterback in the NFL, I mean, that's, that's pretty doggone tough. I, I so, know. <laughs> I, because, you mean, they, they were running trick plays with Kittle and Debo. <laughs> I mean, and it was all run trick plays. It, it fe- I felt bad. I'm like you. I felt bad for watching that. Yeah. I, I felt bad for <laughs> But but usually you know, well, and this may just be on Madden. On Madden, when you only got two quarterbacks, your punter is your backup quarterback. <laughs> but but you know, you usually have somebody at the wide receiver ranks on defense that was that great athlete that ended up getting converted from quarterback. Yes, and that's what kind of shocked me. I'm like, man, ain't nobody else played quarterback in high school. I know it ain't the same, but they can throw farther than Purdy can right now. <laughs> that was, and, and that team had so much promise, you know, because they, they had a good offensive line. I will say I thought they had a good defense. Uh, I thought that the defense was ranked number one in the, in the, in the league, but uh, they didn't look like number one in the league. Nah. Was Philly was straight slapping them in the mouth. But I, I think I think after that happened, and then Josh Johnson come in and get knocked right back out. I think everybody's will got taken from him, though, dog. The whole team. Yeah. I think everybody yeah. said, "All right, this is a wrap. Ain't no way we can we can't beat this team like that." Now, had it been the yeah. Cowboys, they'd be like, "Oh, we can still win this one." But <laughs> they're like, "We can't beat this team like that." <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like I felt bad, man, because I, I didn't feel like. I didn't feel like we watched the game that I, that that they deserved to play. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to see see it play out. So, but with that being said, man, who you got, man? So you got you got Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts on the other side, man. Who you think coming out victorious in this Super Bowl? Uh, sometimes when you're away from home, it can hurt. <laughs> but I know that. So. I'm going with Jalen. I think this is his year. This is their year. They have something special going on. And it's, it's just their destiny this year. Now, you know, I, I do believe in, in that Patrick Mahomes, that Patrick, playoff Pat. Is that what they call him? Playoff Pat. <laughs> Project Pat. Playoff Pat. <laughs> but I just think this year is the Eagles' year. Like, there's nothing. Like, God forbid, but even if Jalen Hurt was to get hurt, and they got the second and third quarterback in there, like something's going to happen where it's just meant for them to win this year. Yeah. I, I was shocked after what we saw the Bengals do to the Bills. I was shocked that they didn't get to Patrick Mahomes more. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be the case with the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I know the Kansas City got the best offensive line in the NFL, but I believe them Eagles gonna eat a little bit though. Yeah, 
No, the Eagles got the best offensive line. Okay, the Eagles do. Okay. I, I believe I believe that Eagles defensive line gonna eat a little bit, man, against Mahomes. Yes, I agree. And I think that bomb ankle gonna come into a little bit more prominence against the Eagles than it did against the Bengals. And it, it, I mean, they did some blitzing, but they didn't. To me, they, they didn't blitz them enough to me. Like, no, first I quarter. I, you gonna have to like you gonna have to you gonna have to hit every hail mary because I'm bringing the house the whole first quarter. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> like I would, I'm, I'm telling Joe Burrow, "Hey Joe, you gonna have to go score. Why that? Because I'm, I'm, I'm every we playing straight man, and I'm bringing seven every play. <laughs> every. And these the first two drives. Yeah, I'm yeah. bringing seven. Like right, no I, I, question. I nah. I, I, I think the Eagles just may do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah with Fletcher Cox on the board, man. That D line ain't in the play with none. That D line's something serious. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so too, man. I think so too, man. Fly Eagles, fly. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I'm, I'm rolling with Jalen Hurts, man. Uh, I, I think it. I don't know that I knew that this was the first time we ever had two black court quarterbacks go out against each other in the Super Bowl. Um, yeah, yeah. So that that's historic yeah. as well. NFL stuck their foot in their mouth a little bit. They they put a, a post out on IG, I think, or maybe Twitter this week, uh, talking about that and talking about standing on the backs of legends. And they they had a lot of the black quarterbacks listed in the picture from the past. They had Warren Moon. They had um, uh, they had um, no, they didn't have Cunningham. They had Warren Moon. They had um, what's old buddy? Uh, no. Uh, oh, but Doug Williams. That Doug Williams. Uh, they had several of them listed. They didn't have Cam Newton. So some people was pissed off about that. Because Cam Newton's first black quarterback ever win MVP. Um, so they was a little pissy about some of that. Uh, they didn't have Randy Cummins. But I looked at it. I was like, yeah, there's a lot of other quarterbacks that ain't on this either. You know what I'm saying? Are they just talking about quarterbacks that made it to the Super Bowl? No. Nah, well, because Cam Newton made the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, I don't uh, I, I, I don't know. It looked like they, it was almost just like a legacy post. Okay. Um, I, do I think Cam should have been on there? Yeah, maybe. Uh, but was I, was I pissed off that he wasn't? I didn't look for it like, oh man, how did y'all leave Cam off this? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So I, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I guess it, again, people, everybody gonna find something to say about something, no matter what. <laughs> it, it doesn't. So they had, all right, they have Donovan. Well, okay, now, now I may. They had Donovan McNabb, Michael Vick, Warren Moon, uh, Doug Williams. And then some dude that I don't know, I think he's the first black quarterback ever in the NFL. And then they okay. had Jalen Hurts and Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Okay, okay. If you got done with me now, well, but, okay, well, but that's the Eagles. Yeah, and Donovan McNabb did go to, to five divisional championships. Straight. That's still pretty tough. Do you think Donovan McNabb was better, had a better career than Cam Newton? Career? Yeah. He may have. Cam Cam had a really good rookie year. Yeah. 
And that the year he won the MVP was just phenomenal. But beyond those years, and I know he got injured a lot along the way because of the style of play and because the refs didn't call much whenever he got hit. Donovan might have had a better, better career. Uh, of course, Cam is the better athlete, but Donovan may have had a better career. Ooh, it's it's closer than I would have expected. See, this is the tangent we're going, but it's okay. Y'all need this. Y'all need this in your life. All right, so so Cam played in forty game, uh, hundred and hundred and forty eight games. Donovan played one hundred sixty seven. They both have uh, a fifty nine. Well, Donovan now had a fifty nine percent completion record. Cam had 59.9, so 60%, so 1% better. Donovan's record was 98 and 62. Cam's was 75 and 68. Donovan had 37,276 passing yards total. Cam had 32,000, so about 5,000 off. And Donovan had... 234 touchdowns to 117 interceptions. Cam had 194 to 127, 23 interceptions. So Donovan beat him in everything. He did. He beat him in everything. However, that's just passing. You know, I mean, Cam, when you talk about Cam, you always kind of also got to talk about what he did as a runner. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And Donovan, Donovan, well, oh, okay. Donovan had total 3,459 running yard, rushing yards and 29 touchdowns. Cam had 5,600 rushing yards total with 75 touchdowns. That's that's where the big can go, though. It's the total yeah. touchdowns. That's that 75 yeah. versus 29. Yeah. Okay. Again, I, I'm not. I'm not as. I'm not really piss piss about it. I think. I think they both was were, were great quarterbacks. Um, I think there was room on this post to put Cam on it. <laughs> there's a lot of. There's a lot of white. There's a lot of white space available on the picture. You could have put Cam. On it. <laughs> so. I'm surprised they put Cunningham either. Now, to me, I would put Cunningham before I would have put McNabb. I think the impact in history for a black quarterback, Cunningham had a bigger impact than Donovan McNabb. Yeah. Because growing up, Cunningham was the only black quarterback we knew of. Cunningham, Warren Moon, and then uh, Steve McNabb. People forget about Rodney Pete. Rodney Pete. Because I think Rodney Pete was only a starter for like three or four years and he was just a serviceable backup for like 10 or 15. Yeah. But, you know, then, you know, toward the end of ours, we got, you know, Mike Vick. But growing up, Super Tech Mobile, give me the Philadelphia Eagles and give me Randall Cunningham. I'm going to drop back to the 20 and I'm going to chunk it 75 yards. Yep. <laughs> On the fly. Yep. <laughs> so, all right, man. Any, any final words you got for the for the family before we get out of here, Doc? Be open-minded. Be in the moment with people. And think before you speak. <laughs> hey, and, and, and kind of play, playing a little bit off of that, too, man. 
Um, I, I, I just want to challenge people uh, of the impacts of your words, um, both good and bad. I think we mentioned it today, man. Sometimes all people want to do is just feel appreciated. And it's very simple. That's not a lot to give somebody to make sure to acknowledge their presence uh, and their impact or their influence uh, or their contribution. Subsequently, not acknowledging that has negative consequences. I've seen on LinkedIn people say people don't leave jobs, they leave managers. Many times it's not the job, it's the person they work for. And so I want to encourage you, whether you are in a supervisor or leadership position or just as a peer, to big Drake's point, being open-minded, but being mindful about who else contributes to the success of what you have. And give that acknowledgement, man. Give that credit. And recognize sometimes the sacrifices others make for you to be where you are. Sometimes that was the people before you. Sometimes it's the people beside you that make a big sacrifice for you to be who you are. Don't think you did it all by yourself, bro. Because you didn't. And it's okay. It's not a sign of weakness. It doesn't boost nobody above you to be able to acknowledge that you didn't get here by yourself. And you just might make somebody else's day. <laughs> We're doing that. Hey, man, no matter what you do, be willing to give just as, as frequently and as joyfully as you're able to receive. That's the message, man. Hey, man, we thank you for tuning in to the Made Man Radio Show, man. We love your family. Uh, we we hope you have have. It's been a great football season. It is coming to a culmination next weekend with the Super Bowl. Hey, but we promise you, we'll bring good content. Hey, we'll have a reason to talk a lot about life <laughs> because we won't have football going on. But you know what? We'll finish out the NBA and sports and everything else. We we're gonna always find something to talk about. <laughs> But that, but when football ended, it, it kind of hurts. Man. It does. Super Bowl weekend is depressing. It really is. It really is. <laughs> like, of course, you want to see a great game. You're excited to see who's going to be crowned a new champion. But when that thing got triple zeros on that on that clock, it's over. Like it's over. It's over. It's over. So. so. If you ain't got nothing else to look forward to, you at least can look forward to the Made Man Radio Show, man. We're going to keep giving you content throughout, man. You know how we do, man. Hey, we appreciate you for rocking with your boy. Share the show with somebody. Tell them about the Made Man Radio Show. Pass it on. Don't keep a good thing to yourself, man. Hey, no matter what, we love you and ain't nothing you can do about it. We out of here. Peace. Yeah. Bizzle. Our Father, yeah. Word in heaven. Yeah. Then he kicked me for the drop, so yeah. I did it like yeah. Yeah. West Coast to the UK, Oakland and Ukraine, dripping like water. Bodie, Boucher, red by the low for the toast to the true king. Dead in the hole, but he rose like a bouquet. Yeah. Started at the bottom, it was choppy though. God said he got me, so he got me though. So Hollered out of Yost, let the block rob me though. Woo. Now I'm riding for the body like it's cardio. Yeah. Still dog bull like a matador. God over money, cause he matter more. Till it goes down, pull up and turn a whole show to a ghost town. Say that coast, we gon' go coast to coast. Like a coast on my folks, we gon' flow like a ghost. Like a coast to that coast, we gon' go coast to coast. Yeah. Put up yeah. that wall, we yeah. walk through like a ghost. 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 Post on my folks, we gon' flow like a ghost. Like a ghost. Like a ghost. Like a ghost. Yeah. Put up that wall, we walk through like a ghost. Now we going through like that palm tree. You can't harm me. Yeah, holy yeah. ghost army. Jesus on me. Yeah. On me. Just make your church jump like a low rider. Take the wheel, I'm a 
York, then I'm going to my Florida and Miami like, yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Then I'm going to the West and I'm going to my LA and the Bay, I'm like, yeah. We gon' go coast to coast. Like a coast on my folks, we gon' flow like a coast. Like a coast to that coast, we gon' go coast to coast. Yeah. Put up yeah. that wall, we yeah. walk through like a ghost. 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 Post on my folks, we gon' flow like a ghost. Like a ghost. Like a ghost. Like a ghost. Put up that wall, we walk through like a ghost. Napoleon, huh?